Daily Tarot Podcast. Hi, Joe. Hi, Eddie. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I know. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for coming to fill in like last minute for us while Holly is for on you. vacation and traveling. For you, I do anything. You know that. And I'm just, I've been a very, very long time listener. Um, I think I've become a pretty good friend of yours. So yeah, it was like kind of a, a dream to do this because yay. You started my tarot journey, basically, and um, yeah, happy to be here. Yay! I'm so excited, and you um, have become such a like special close friend of mine through like us meeting via kind of the podcast, and then just being able to see like similarities and our journeys aligning in, in lots of cool ways. So I can't wait for everyone to see what an amazing person you are and get to love you as much as I do. So you mentioned that you kind of found tarot through the podcast. Like, what was that like for you? Like, where did that journey come in, I guess? Um, I, well, it was like, I was triggered by tarot a couple of months before I started listening to the podcast. And it was just with like, there was a short revival period here of um, like movies like The Craft and stuff. And mm -hmm. I watched The Craft and I watched Charmed. And like the only thing that really clicked for me in all of that, I don't even know how or why, was tarot. Uh -huh. So then I was like, okay, I want to learn how to do this. But I did not really find sufficient Dutch or Flemish resources back then. Uh -huh. And I'm talking eight years ago, 10 years ago, maybe eight years ago. Yeah. Let's say, I don't know. How old is the podcast? I think we're entering like our sixth year, I think, or finishing our sixth year. One of the two. So then it's like maybe six and a Seven, half years because half years. I, I remember listening and I don't know if I can say this, but when yeah. you were three hosts, right, right. That's when yeah. I started listening. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but like, okay. So I wanted to learn and I was like, okay, I, I was already listening to podcasts, so I started searching on the term tarot, and then you guys popped up, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to give it like one or two episodes. And then I remember very clearly that your name had to be beeped out because you were under a different name, right. and you made me laugh so hard. And that's when I first <laughs> fell in love with you. I was like, this girl, she's such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and you only got funnier and like yeah. I kept listening and then I remember just one day thinking she's gonna be my friend I'm gonna send Aww. her a message I need to know this girl she's amazing and then I guess I kind of weaseled my way into your life <laughs> but you guys I kept listening to the podcast and then because COVID came around and that was horrible everyone mm -hmm. was freaking stuck inside so what else did we have to do than listen to a podcast for the first couple of months, hone in on our skills, and, like, you kept me company through a lot. Aww. Many car rides, many hours, and then the podcast turned into voice messages of many car rides, many hours, and here we are. So I, I will warn listeners, this is a very multilingual podcast today, <laughs> so yes. the English words will sometimes be hard to come by, but thank you for struggling yes. with us <laughs> as yes. we lose our language, our language in several different ways. <laughs> yes. 
like English or oh, let's see, I'm even, I'm all, it's already lost. It's already, it's already, it's already I gone. Am, it's already gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like English is not that far from Dutch, but still, like sometimes it's hard. I yeah. lose the words. Yeah, it it happens <laughs> so, so often. Now I know that we're reviewing one of your favorite decks today. What would I say? Like, I guess what would be like your favorite decks that you enjoy working with? This would be like Oracle decks or Tarot decks. I prefer working with tarot decks because oracles decks tend to be a little woo-woo for my taste. Like, um, I am a born city slicker. I was born in the city of diamonds and I am, I like, I don't do woo-woo countryside. I have German blood, German heritage. So I'm kind of like a very down-to-earth person. I'm also a Capricorn, so mm -hmm. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> um, so being so down-to-earth, Oracle cards don't really click with me. I have a couple of Oracle decks, like um, a poetry Oracle deck or a feminist Oracle deck. Like, I don't know, but I have a couple and those I like, but I'm really picky about them. And then Tarot comes easier to me also because there is like, more room for own interpretation maybe or your mm -hmm. own way of looking at it like you know the base meaning of the cards and then it's how you feel about them um so i prefer tarot yeah i love that and yeah especially because it's something that like we connect over and are able to like pull cards for each other if we need it um and stuff like that i just i love that sort of dynamic and relationship to lean on when i need we it so yeah, yeah, which we have done, like, actually for pretty big questions. Yeah, yeah. Doing me, please, not right now. Please, I love you so much. Me. I'm going to try to cut it out as much as I can, so I'm hosting That's Doing okay. Me. You can't today. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> are the pads still up? Oh, yeah, uh, yes, they are, yeah. he. I think he hears okay. maybe the, the um, delivery person coming. So, oh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so is, okay, okay. is there anything, like, exciting going on in your life lately that you'd like to share with people? Or uh, just um, some sort of, like, anything that just you'd like to have, like, to share? If not, that's fine. Um, I have, well, my life is just, I'm, I think we all just have full-time jobs. And what I'm most excited about these days is working out with my sister which i love oh, we go love to the that. gym three times a week and then um i'm going to a lot of concerts like i got back into rock and metal music mm -hmm. and i have pretty amazing concerts lined up and i'm going out a lot and i am generally just a 36 year old without kids having a ball <laughs> yeah. life can be good like this you know mm -hmm. Well, I know Don't that really you would that go much. to like multiple day concerts, like camping out and kind of roughing it. In my opinion, it's like roughing yep. it. <laughs> you Just for the music it. and the vibes. Yep. And walking like 100 kilometers in four days Ugh. ruins my freaking feet every fucking year <laughs> because I go to a metal festival and it's kind of like... You don't have to, but if you have like Dr. Martens, Doc Martens and you uh -huh. don't, Doc Martens, sorry, Doc Martens, uh -huh. and you don't take them, what are you even doing? You know? <laughs> so I've, 
I spend four days walking around in busted up Doc Martens <laughs> and like maybe sometimes flip flops because oh yeah, it's also always a heat wave. Mm -hmm. So I'm always dying of like heat hotness. Yeah, dying of heat. I think heat. <laughs> yeah, dying of heat. Having a heat stroke. Yeah, yeah. that one. That one. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I like roughing it. I like the agony. Every year I say. Fuck this, I'm never coming back as I get into my car to drive home. And by the time I'm home, I'm like, see you next yeah. year. By the time you get home, you're always like, I'm going to purchase my ticket right now for next year. Yep, so. <laughs> which basically is what I do every time because, like, I'm not going to miss it. <laughs> Maybe next year I will take, no, not next year, so 2025. Uh -huh. I might opt for, like, either a bungalow or a luxury tent Ooh. just because... I'm so done with the freaking camping <laughs> and the one shower for every 400 females. Oh, no. no. Yeah. No. Like, I like me a little bit of roughness, but I also love me a lot of clean. Maybe, like, so for no. your 40th birthday, like, have it like a birthday, like, weekend with people or, like, four-day thing with people. Yeah, the freaking thing is... Um, my birthday is in January, I and I just wait. Like, Hold it off. It's okay. No, no, no. Esther, ADHD. Eddie, I can't. It's fine. What? Hold off. What? What are you like, just saying? Save the birthday, all the birthday stuff. <laughs> just save it. This is no. the Leo talking. Like, have your it's birthday just... not even in your month. It's okay. Yeah, see, the... yeah, no. See, I have a couple of Leos in my life, and they don't want to share their birthday month. Oh. Especially with someone who's like, okay, my actual birthday is in January. They'll, I would share my birthday me. month with you. You would maybe, maybe, maybe I should ask them to post postpone the festival yeah, up exactly. until like January. your birthday, and then I can do it. Yeah. I'll ask them. Okay, it's okay. only like a what is it, two hundred thousand people festival? Yeah, yeah. they'll change it yeah, for me, no problem. You. You're understand. You're more stubborn yeah. than they are. <laughs> Hello, I only turned 40 once, and like they have four years to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, Get exactly. moving. Do it. <laughs> well, you were privileged to see something that no one else has seen yet, and that was my yoga graduation outfit with shoes. Oh, girl, what are you talking about? I'm going to get too hot for this conversation. <laughs> the it's the only thing going everything. in my life right now, okay? It's just yoga oh and more yoga. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> the outfit. I don't know where to start. First of all, okay, I know where to start. First of all, girl, congratulations for getting your yoga teacher trainee certificate. Yay! Yay! I'm so proud of you. Um. <laughs> I know firsthand how hard you've worked at this, and I do believe that there is no one better um, to get the diploma, and I believe in what you are trying to convey uh -huh. in your yoga lessons, because as I said before, I'm not the woo-woo girl, and your yoga practice is anything but that. Yeah. It's just like a soft blanket of love. Oh, yeah. Aww. I'm so, so, so proud of you. That's so sweet. You haven't even taken a class of yeah. mine, and you know how things are, so that's so sweet. <laughs> I'll hop on a plane tomorrow, <laughs> I mean, fly I can just for do like online. 12 it's hours. Fine. You hop on a plane, it's fine. I'll just do it online. Dude, no, if I'm going to be your front, front row hype person, then I got to come. Mm -mm. 
If I only had the money, I would. Like, <laughs> If we were doing plus ones, I would be, be like, Joe, hurry up and get on a plane. I need a plus one. Yeah. Fast, faster. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, I would actually, I would try and do anything in my power to be there. Only, only girl, the boobage, I cannot deal. Like, I will, I will faint first, and then I will be standing behind you like a shy little wallflower because you, Miss Boss, are taking the entire room. And... Like, yes, mommy. <laughs> it was very accidental. I didn't realize that's how it would, like, be when I purchased the outfit. I was like, oh, it's going to be, like, low cut. Like, not a big deal. And then it's, like, <laughs> and then it's literally, like, two strips of fabric that just kind of not even hold anything. They just kind of lay there over but, like, things. You're okay. So if the fabric doesn't hold anything, then you have to realize that you have amazing boots. <laughs> yeah, it's they're just fabric. It's yeah, big and beautiful, and they're still very up. Yes, and like yeah, I was gravity shocked. hasn't gotten a hold I'm, of them. I'm like and... somehow age has not happened as of yet. Shh! Don't jinx that shit. What are you it doing? Not two, two days. Wood. Two days. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Sh 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 <laughs> Oh no, but like yes, all the, yes, I want amazing, amazing outfit, and I really hope that you feel good in it mm -mm -mm. because it's very beautiful. But it's also I don't think you've worn something so daring outside no. maybe ever. No, yeah. So like fucking omen. <laughs> yes, I just gotta remember to keep my like my posture because like I'm always like. Even though I do yoga and stuff, my posture's like not, not super great or whatever. So I've just got to remember like to to not like when you're growing up, okay, when I was growing up in like religious like stuff, excuse me, like religious context, you're kind of like hunched over to kind of hide yourself constantly. It's really yeah, because it's very that is kind so of like weird. you don't want to like not because like in some way like your chest is shameful unless it's like within the confines of marriage because like showing too much cleavage is shameful or like even like accidentally like you know something like a bra straps is shameful like so it's yeah so therefore like you kind of just kind of try to hide yourself as much as you can by either covering up with like clothing or even just your posture so this is like the first time i've been like quote unquote like immodest in public. Oh girl, leave the air quotes out. You are totally <laughs> fucking immodest and I am here for it. And you need to put this in the show because this like yes yes be immodest. What the fuck are you telling me? Well this is like I am this is a, a we have been talking for six years, six and a half years. This is shocking to me. Oh, yeah. I have known you so deeply and then you tell me you had to be ashamed of your rack uh -huh. like if this is genetic do all the women in your family walk like the fucking hunchback of the notre yes. dame and are we gonna pull their back straight because girls uh -huh. you could own the world with them tits <laughs> what the fuck are you doing hiding i oh i was raised by feminists mm -hmm. like i was raised to walk straight my grandma because you were saying i was raised hunched over oh, and yeah. all i could think was 
Oh, you should have been raised by Mukha. <laughs> oh, I love Mukha so much. <laughs> oh, my grandma does not take you walking hunched over or sitting hunched over. Like when Aww. we were little and we were on the chair and we were sitting like all hunched and because we're all ADHD kids. So oh, we yeah. never sat normal. Man, she would come up behind us and uh -huh. like wrangle our shoulders straight. <laughs> And then she was like, sit up. Sit. And when we were walking in the street and we hunched, she would like softly punch our lower back <laughs> so that we would straighten. Like lovingly punch. We never had bruises or nothing, but this shit was not tolerated. Uh -huh. You are proud. You stand tall. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Muka. She's special. She is special. <laughs> yep. Okay, well, it's time for card of the day, and as guest host, Joe gets to pick card of the day. Okay, so what so deck I've, are you using first? I, I am using the "This Might Hurt" tarot deck by Isabella Rotman. Yes, and I think I have a mass market copy, but I do have a holographic. Oh, yes. Copy with like the holographic black etching, oh, and yeah. it's so beautiful. Um, it does scrape up easily, but still, mm -hmm. like this deck is so amazing. I love it so much. Yeah. So I've already shuffled a bunch, mm -hmm. and now I'm just going to pick card of the day. <laughs> I'm very intuitive about like my tarot reading because when I first got into tarot I did get into like those YouTube tarot readers with their five amazing spreads for everything and then you had to shuffle a certain time uh -huh. and a certain amount of times and that just never worked for me that never clicked I am a chaos brain so I <laughs> decided to just let chaos yeah. take over my practice basically i love that and it works <laughs> oh no my card of the day uh -huh. is the chariot oh <laughs> <laughs> To me, that is basically the card of letting chaos take over my practice and hey. just let Jesus take the wheel, sort of. <laughs> well, I think that's a good like signifier for our day that if we're just letting chaos reign and take us away with it. So, <laughs> to me, this is really like the Jesus take the wheel card uh -huh. in this deck. It's also like a girl standing on top of like two motorcycles, and then she has a city. A highlight like a city skyline in the back and the sun is going down and she's just so determined that the bikes are gonna do what she wants and then at the same time you are still like one person trying to ride two bikes without a fucking helmet by oh, the way yeah <laughs> um <laughs> small detail but okay and like life's gonna do what life's gonna do if the bikes decide to bump or switch lanes or fall down you're gonna fall down hard but you gotta trust that you have the power to keep them upright yeah. or what the fuck else are you doing on the bikes you know yeah i love that yay, makes total you. sense to me yay i like that a lot thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> thank you for following in my maybe not conventional 
way of seeing tarot. Yeah. I, th- I think that it's something like this shows, like, how everyone can have, like, different diverse opinions, like, that are non-traditional or that, like, echo back true tradition but don't exactly, like, align with what we've been, like, told through all the years. And that's totally okay and that's totally fine. That's how you read the tarot. And if it's different than me reading the tarot, that's, you know, I think that's beautiful. Because to me, okay, okay. like reading tarot is like a kaleidoscope. Sometimes, like when you're doing it in group settings like this, you get different perspectives that are necessary. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we're going to start with our first question of the episode. And we'll do our typical, like, two questions and the deck review. So, get ready. Okay. Yes. So, first question of the episode is from Aaron. And he says I've been in therapy for many years working on anxiety and other life things. This has been a particularly difficult year for me health-wise, which has caused a surge in anxiety and depression to the worst it's ever been. I've been considering going on medication for the first time in my life, but have really struggled with it. I'm all for people having access to medication that helps them live a better life, but it has never, no, but it never, wait, wait, but it never has and still doesn't feel right for me. I've tried two this year and both have made me feel awful side effects and otherwise. I feel like I can't make the right decisions about what my next step should be and would love to know what the cards have to say. I've tried pulling for myself, but I'm definitely a beginner with regards to tarot. That is definitely rough. And as someone who's been on medication and found the right medication for my depression, anxiety, like I feel very fortunate because it's definitely like hit or miss with a lot of people and their bodies and stuff. Yeah, um, for someone that's been self-medicating for, like, a long time, um, but also, like, dealing with certain health issues and um, mental struggles, this is not a question to take lightly. Like, this is someone having a genuinely hard time, Mm -hmm. and I want to do right by them. Yeah, yeah. And usually we don't deal with, like, health questions, so I don't think it's going to be something where we decide, like, which medication that Aaron, like, goes after. But his question is more of, like, well, what steps do I take next? And so I think us pulling a few cards just in regards to that will help illuminate things in which direction he should go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I would never, ever... um tell someone to take this or that this is uh, everyone's own choice neither would you so um yes absolutely and of course so are you gonna pull the first card or so what we'll do is we can both pull them together and kind of read them in sync if that's okay and if you prefer to pull differently that's fine but yes neither of us are doctors (laughs) or nor do we want to be have that responsibility (laughs) no 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 please god no So we'll pull some next step cards for Aaron. Yep. What I always loved about the podcast is that you've been pulling cards like this and shuffling forever, and it's so ASMR. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Had to throw that in there. It's just so nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I, I enjoy listening to, to card shuffling when... People are like doing like you, you, online YouTube videos or things like that. It's, I think it's a nice touch because I know that they're not like setting it up ahead of time, you know, and kind mm-hmm. of like doing a little like switcheroo sort of thing. So yeah, 
so yes. Okay. When you're ready. All right, I'm ready. Okay, what cards did you draw? I drew, drew the Seven of Pentacles and then the Eight of Wands. Okay, interesting. I drew mm -hmm. the Seven of Cups and the Six of Cups. So two sevens, mm -hmm. that's saying something. Yeah. Right? Right. So it's like a next step forward. What? How would you read your cards together as like a next step forward? Um. Well... In any case, the Eight of Wands is always like an action card. So for me, that is really a card that says, get moving. Uh -huh. It's time to make a move. So to me, that card says that he really is in a place where he can't really stay for much longer at this pace, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean. Like, this is truly not healthy, so it's time to make a move. And then if I would see... I know, that in itself is already a big thing, but then the Seven of Pentacles is um, you... Well, on this card, on this deck, it's a guy looking at a money tree and looking at it happily and being like, look at what I have done. Um, and for me, that also is a symbol of you've already come this far. You know, mm -hmm. you have so much to be proud of just to have made it this far. Um, so why would you doubt taking a next step in order to take care of yourself? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's already such a such a feat that he's able to send in this question mm -hmm. and talk about the difficulty and that in itself is him coming a long way yeah um yeah so yeah okay i i, I like that that's that's uh very i think very insightful that like remembering how far you've like worked on this and not getting stuck in that spot and just keep continuing yeah. to moving forward with my yeah. seven of cups and six of cups it's like kind of like make a decision already <laughs> Like, combined with your cards, like, you're kind of, like, stuck in this decision process. And mm -hmm. maybe, like, refer back to what's worked in the past. Like, if it's not been that something, like, if, if, like, I would say if medication from a, I would have, like, a doctoral standpoint doesn't feel like it's working for you, kind of defer back to, pers like, perhaps a time where something did work. I'm not saying, like, that it should be, like, exercise or moving, but when you felt good, like, what was the condition of that when you felt good? And mm -hmm. um, and kind of maybe while you're in this waiting process, kind of go back to that spot of, like, make a decision, keep moving forward, see where you've come from. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because, like, everything is saying that you, you are on the brink of making a decision and you should because all the cards are saying do it but also maybe accept that it can be a trial and error thing yeah. and you have a lot to look back on and be proud of if you ever doubt about why you are doing this or why you are still still going on and mm -hmm. still being here then maybe it's also 
good to realize that you've come you've come so far yeah. you've overcome so much already so and you haven't given up yet and maybe that is enough to not give up now yeah and it shouldn't have to be more sometimes surviving is enough yeah yeah i said that in my yoga class like it's something that is important to me like because sometimes when people are setting an intention for like I, th I, I understand the sense of like setting an intention for your practice for that, that yoga session. Uh, cause it helps, sometimes it helps you bring back to the moment to your body, but like sometimes days are hard and mm -hmm. setting an intention is difficult. Like, I don't know what the fuck my brain is even thinking of today. So like, so I just say like, you know, but if yep. you don't want to set an intention, that's fine. Sometimes survival is all you can do. And sometimes just taking that next step forward, no matter where, you know, even if you don't know where your foot is being planted, that's enough, you know? So anyway, but this is one of the reasons I love you so much. You are so genuinely and thoroughly kind. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean it. It's so nice. Cause I, no, not everyone would think to say that like, in today's society, not everyone is okay with just surviving. Mm -hmm. And people are afraid to tell us, like, that's okay. So yeah. I really I really feel value in that you do. Aww. You tell us. You're so sweet. Yeah. People need to hear that. Yeah, I think for, for anybody, if, if, the, if all you're doing today is surviving through your day and getting back into bed and waking up tomorrow, that's enough. You're enough for that. Yes. And I want to cry because it's yes. just, I feel like that's my, I'm, first of all, shark week. Ooh, ha, ha. But oh. <laughs> you got to explain me the American lore of shark week. Okay. But like, okay, second of all, okay. no, no. First. Okay. okay. Do, we can, we can do shark week for the, after the podcast discussion. Okay. okay. Just remind me. Okay. Because <laughs> then we'll go on ADHD okay. tangent of, okay. of shark week in general. Because <laughs> okay. it has okay. lots of lore. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I, but I do think that if we draw cards for Aaron, that um that maybe some like not necessarily next step but maybe some like hope to look for or something what do you think yeah we can do that okay okay we can do that of course we can like That smiles Ooh, is a lot. I, I like that. Yeah. I pulled the sun and the queen of swords. <gasps> okay. How amazing is that? I love that. And I pulled the queen of wands and the five of cups. So, Ooh. so explain your, uh, what you think with your sun and queen of swords situation. Um, the queen of swords, first of all, has always been a favorite card of mine in any tarot deck. So yay for that. Uh -huh. Um, because it stands to me, it stands for the feminine energy balanced with intelligence. Um, but feminine energy in this case for Aaron, I kind of link to him standing in his emotions and him continuing to be honest about it uh -huh. to himself to the people around him 
Um, and that will eventually, like, it, the sun, come on, the sun yeah. card. There is a baby in a, it's the card of hope. It's the card of life being full. It's the card of good things to come and warmth. And to me, this message says that as long as you keep being true to yourself, if you keep also using rational thinking not only emotion but also rational thinking then the sun will come out tomorrow Aww. and it might not be tomorrow or the day after so maybe not tomorrow tomorrow <laughs> but like you get it yeah. it will eventually become better yeah yeah and with my queen of wands and the five of cups to me that i take mm -hmm. it as well, first of all, the Queen of Wands, as listeners know, is like one of my cards. So I feel like it's really cute that we both pulled our personality cards. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Because I feel like we are able to understand and embody this in a different way than if I pulled the Queen of Swords, if that makes any sense. So you're speaking from personal mm -hmm. experience as your Queen mm -hmm. of Swords. For me, it's this tenacity that despite disappointments, you keep moving on. Because the Five of Cups are these disappointments that you see in front of you. But there are also two other cups that are still there. And so using that tenacity mm -hmm. using that passion for yourself being a little selfish maybe and moving forward and being like you know what i have been disappointed with the results of these medications here but guess what i'm still going to keep going after what i want yeah and so you know so i think it's like you said like that that intelligence balanced with other things like that acknowledgement and like the we didn't pull a queen of cups so this is not being ruled this oh. hope is not ruled by emotions this hope is ruled by no. a deep knowing within you that it yeah. that stuff will happen if you keep going after it and don't get bogged down by all the negativity around it no and and keep using your rational mind about it like make pro and cons lists yeah. if you need it like um do research on medication there is Google is not just the doom machine that spells death at your doorstep uh -huh. with everything that you enter. So there truly is like academic Google and you can get a lot of valid research mm -hmm. online and educate yourself because also please do no pharmaceuticals. Do your own research yeah. is all I'm going to say. Read up, read reviews, peer reviews, and then make a decision. But just don't don't give up yeah that would be and i know that's something that you hear a lot probably all you have to do is not give up but i don't know oh you know what actually what i had a tattoo put on me last week oh yes that's right with a quote uh -huh. that is perfect for this situation yes, because yes. the quote is in dutch um it's never not stopped raining. Mm -hmm. Can you say so it in that Dutch means for our, our in the oh, okay. If we have sorry, if we have Dutch listeners, um, I'm gonna do sorry, Eddie. I'm gonna do this part in my native tongue. That's fine. Dus ik heb een tattoo laten zetten in het Antwerps dialect, um, en dat is iets dat mijn oma altijd zegt. En mijn oma zegt altijd: het is nog nooit niet blijven regenen. Dus ooit stopt het met regenen. 
Okay, so I said uh, it's a quote by my grandma, and then I said it has never not stopped raining. I'm pretty so sure eventually... I also heard that it was the Antwerpen dialect. So true, <laughs> damn, you're good. It was in my like colloquial tongue. Yeah, because I am a really big fan of my native dialect, and I think it's a dying art. Yeah. So yep, good. I'm yep. Proud it of was you. my dialect. I love it. Yes. But, like, the tattoo rings true mm -hmm. for this one. Yeah. It has never not stopped raining. Yeah. Like. I love that. Well, I hope, uh, Aaron, that this has been helpful for you. And if you have an update on anything when something happens, whether good or bad, hopefully the sun will come out very, very soon. But just mm -hmm. email us and, like, I'll get with, I mean, I talk with Joe, like, every single day. Joe is my yes. podcast bestie. So, as in like voice note podcast bestie. <laughs> we are. So, so yes. Um, so, I'll make sure that they get an update about you as well. So, yes, please. And I wish you all the best yes. and keep at it and don't give up. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sometimes life is a real fucking bitch mm -hmm. and it's okay to say that. Yes, it is. And it's okay to just survive some days. That's totally fine, too. Yeah. Yep. Took another breath. Made it another second. We're so fucking proud of you. Yes. Okay, would you like to read our second question of the episode? Yes, of course. So the second question came from Sophia. And Sophia goes by she, her. And her question reads, Hello, long-time listener and chat dweller, but this is my first time asking a tarot question. As a reader myself, I know relationship readings aren't always what inspires us to read the tarot, but I'm a little stuck. I think I might be a little bit too biased to read for, one, for myself on this. I've been working consi consistently in therapy to understand myself, my CPTSD and my understandings of relationships. And now always, oh, and now after always being the anxiously attached one, now I think I'm the emotional, emotionally unavailable one. What the fuck? <laughs> Actually wrote that, not yes, just yes, me loving my cursing. Yes, okay. Yes. <laughs> um, what are my limiting beliefs when it comes to relationships and how can I begin to unpick them? Thanks a bunch, both of you. Aww. Ooh, okay. And I know that okay, it's notorious I... that we don't like to read for relationship questions. It's mostly just notorious that way because I think there was like an influx one time of like months and months of relationship questions. <laughs> So oh, we're fine with relationship yeah. questions. It was just, yeah. there, there used to be a lot when we first started the podcast. So thank you for sending in your question, Sophia. Yes, thank you. And it's another like doozy. They're not the easiest questions no, today, no. huh? <laughs> Eddie's putting me up for a challenge. She, <laughs> Sorry, this is, this, she I knows say, I'm up for it. I did not pick these specifically for Joe to answer. These were like in the order that they came in. Also, if you sent it's a question cool. to us while it was over break and it had like a time limit on it, then uh, like either update the question and send it back into us because anything um, that had like a time limit of like two weeks, I pretty much ignored because it was by the time we record this episode, it was irrelevant. So it's not that we <laughs> ignored you intentionally. It was just that um, your time limit was up and I didn't know if the question was still valid or not. So anyway. Fair. <laughs> I just didn't want to read for something that had already passed. So. But 
that's fair, right? Yeah. That's like, yeah. okay. So I think with Sophia, their question included, I think, just a really good just general question for us to answer. Like, what's their yeah. limiting belief as far as being uh, in relationships? And then maybe the second question being, how can uh, she unpack them or unpick them? I am already super impressed that she is so honest to herself and that she is looking at herself yeah. first. Um, because this is something I believe people might not do enough. Mm -hmm. People are very quick to point the finger, but not so quick to want to do the introspection. And this is really like an introspective, um, lovely question. Yeah, I really, and I really like when we attack like limiting beliefs about ourselves. Yes. I know that limiting beliefs yes. has like a, like a... Man, like a weird manifestation connotation of like, well, if you do away with your limiting belief, then something good will happen to you. No, that's not the case. The universe will still fuck you over to this, even if you do all yeah. the right things, right? <laughs> but and I do it's think also it's a good not concept. so fucking easy. Oh, go ahead. It's not so easy getting over your limiting oh, beliefs. Yeah. Like, just get over it. Okay. <laughs> like, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I was not. I didn't try that for like 35 years. Let me just Let me just do that. Hop over it and maybe never look at it again. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You cured me. Fuck off. This is why I love Joe. You all are getting the the real Joe through this. I love it so much. But like no, put in the work. If you want to be better, do better. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about what limiting beliefs Sophia could have and draw some cards for that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Was that seven? Yes, it was. Okay. Oof. Okay. Okay. Interesting pull. Okay. Um, I pulled the tower combined with the three of swords. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm a little bit, what the fuck? Oh. And to, I don't know if we should be asking the question what her limiting beliefs are, but maybe we should be asking the question if she is fully over her previous relationships mm -hmm. because that's what it feels like to me like sometimes you really do have to go to the very fucking bottom of the pit mm -hmm. and like do let all of the hurt in truly and deeply and feel it and live it and cry about it mm -hmm. and cry and cry and cry and cry until your tears dry out. You know this, Eddie. Yeah. I know this. We've both we've both been there. And only then can you truly start to rebuild. So to me, this is more of a question of like, are you truly ready for a new relationship? Or should you maybe still be looking at, did you um, work through all of the hurt? Mm -hmm truly worked through all of the hurt yeah well especially because in their question they say they think that they are the un emotionally unavailable one to me that kind of translates to the fact that if they're still kind of being emotionally unavailable 
Mm. Are they ready for that next step in the relationship? Yeah. Yeah. Then maybe there's a reason for it, you mm-hmm. know? And, and those mm-hmm. cards also kind of say to me, like, self-sabotage in a way. Like, where you can kind of get to a certain point in the relationship where you destroy it yourself and hurt yourself. Whether or not this happened in the previous relationship, mm-hmm. I don't know. But that's also kind of something that kind of pinged while you were meant to talking about the cards. Yeah. Because, like, or if she's setting herself up for that, if she were to jump into a relationship now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I think, I think both it's... of those things are at play where that, because, again, that emotionally unavailableness, to me, indicates mm-hmm. that something's not quite finished simmering there and not mm-hmm. quite ready to uh, be acted upon. But also, as well, like, any sort of, like, self-sabotage stuff. I think it was you guys in the podcast in one of the very early, early episodes talking about the tower card because it's always controversial. And then one of you said, like, this card represents having to burn to the absolute ground until you can start building up again. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, that stuck with me. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you again. Yeah. That's you know, sometimes I'm smart. You guys. <laughs> I love this. You taught me so much. And I don't even think you know for how many people this is the case. Oh, yeah. I am so not the only listener who has learned to find meaning in the deck via your podcast or the way you talk about certain cards. Mm-hmm. So That's sweet. Cool, 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 cool. Aww, I love that. Yeah. Uh, for me, the cards that I pulled for Sophia for that question was the Four of Swords and the Wheel of Fortune. And to me, okay. it's this fear of staying still and resting in that stillness. Mm-hmm. Because, like, that Wheel of Fortune, to me, is just that chaos. And mm-hmm. if you allow that chaos to happen, you're, it's like that distraction that happens all the time, away from the rest and the stillness. So it's kind of like that limiting belief is like, well, if I stay busy then I won't have to do this. Yeah. You know, so I think that yeah. is also, like, a limiting... Like, I for me, I don't see these as, like, limiting beliefs necessarily, but these are kind of, like, what's preventing you from moving forward in the way that you want to move forward. Yep. And it's also very recognizable for me. It's um, just ADHD-wise, sitting still is a problem, mm-hmm. but also, like, keeping my mind still or... Especially when I'm stressed or emotional about stuff, then it's, I would rather just, like she's, continue and keep putting in the work, but maybe ignore what actually needs to be done. And that is sit still, be sad, and mm-hmm. feel all the feels, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, kind of accompanying that, like, they ask, like, how can I begin to unpick these things? So let's kind of... Uh, well, yeah, we'll do like two steps. Like you'll do, we'll do two steps. One step from you, one step from me on how they can begin to okay. unpick all this. Okay. And see, like, give them, like, we we always just do steps forward. And I, I know people, I'm sure, get bored of us doing steps forward, but I think that's useful for people to have something to focus on as they move journey. Yeah. Through things. Also, we don't know their past. Yeah. Like we can't make their story or tell it for them. So. It would only make sense to advise on what might be ahead or what possibilities there are. But I love that you don't like do a look back because 
it's also a reason for people to be like, oh, they don't know. They're, you know, it, mm -hmm. it, we're not going to assume things. Yeah, yeah. Easy. And for me, it's, it's a privacy thing as well. Like, I don't want to have to read yeah. about stuff in your past and talk about it on the podcast, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, and like maybe there's stuff I remember one time I had a couple over, like friends, and they were... It was like when I was only reading tarot for two years, and I told you this, by oh, the yeah, way. Oh, yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were like, yeah, do you want to read for us, Baba? And I was like, no. Yeah, but we want to have a couple's reading, and did it. And I was like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, they kept pushing me, so I did it. And the cards were such, I smoked too much weed. I don't know exactly what the cards were, <laughs> but basically, like, out of eight cards, six of them we're screaming, you are unhappy, and you should really split up. <laughs> I'm not going to want to be the one to tell them this. Right. First of all, they aren't the nicest people, so they're not friends, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you're listening to this, go fuck a cactus. <laughs> um, but second of all, like you don't want to be that person. You don't want to give that news. Yeah. No one wants to yeah. do that. Well, and also, like a lot of times people, they just want to hear what they want to hear. And if you yep. can't affirm that, then they get mad at you. So it's just yep. it's just best to when they push you to a certain brink. Like this happened way a lot of times. Like if they start pu pu push you, there is a reason why to push you because friends would actually be respectful of like your boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Another favorite is one where they're like, I don't believe in tarot, and then you say stuff that gets too real, and then uh. they get pissy and try to debunk everything else. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's always a yuppie guy in a suit. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you... Whatever. Whatever. Back to the question. That's fine. That's Joe... fine. So, big, beginning Sorry. to unpack, uh, unpick these beliefs yep. and kind of moving forward for Sophia. All right. Did you pull one? Did you pull two? I I usually pull two, but if you however many you pull is how is what you're feeling, you're fine. Okay. So what cards did you get? I pulled the seven of swords, okay. um, and then the page of wands. Oh. And yeah. This is like a combo that's throwing me for a loop a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Um, because on the one hand, it still begs the question if she's, because the Seven of Swords to me is like, on this deck, again, it's a guy running away with swords, like a thief in the night, so it's not really honest, it's running away from problem, uh -huh. clearly, again, um, and it's all very hush-hush. Yeah. So, and then the Page of Wands... That card is rather hopeful. Yeah. It's like a planted seed of possible good things to come. Um, I don't know. Well, I think going off of what you said about like running away from your problems, perhaps instead of kind of running away from like or avoiding perhaps things like 
realizing that this is an opportunity for you to create something or to do something that is different in like that self introspection in like healing yourself from the question before, like there may be something that either you haven't seen before that's kind of popping up and that's new or that has been seen, but you've kind of been avoiding. So I think that's one way to things at things. Yeah. And to me, it's still like the seven of swords. I don't really like this card in general because I have, I grew up as a person who ran away from problems. Uh Like I've gotten into some serious shit just because I refused to deal with less serious shit. Uh Let's put it like that, like actual legal problems. Uh Um, So I'm not a fan of running away. Yeah. Like, so to me, this really does represent indeed like possibilities of things that can happen if maybe for one moment you stop running from what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's good. I like that. Yeah. For me, I got... The... I... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, tell me. Okay. Tell me. I got the three of pentacles and the four of cups, which again are two like difficult cards that really are kind of contrasting. Yeah. But, but I, I think this like echoes back to like the team you've built around you. It seems like you're doing mm-hmm. therapy. I'm sure that there are trusted other trusted people in your life. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that there's some perhaps some like apathy with some of your treatment. So perhaps finding either like excite because that four of cups is like that apathetic like you're you're kind of ignoring a little yeah, yeah. bit of something. So perhaps like reevaluate kind of your treatment plan and what you're doing. Now that I'm putting these together uh-huh. with my cards, I'm wondering if maybe my seven of swords is not like a reprimand on running away, but maybe a question uh-huh. to like look at different treatment options. Yeah. yeah. Because maybe this what these aren't working for you. Yeah. Yeah. And then because the page of wands is also like the horizon of many possibilities. Uh-huh. So why not look at what other possibilities you may have yeah. or maybe find if your, I don't know, health plan allows you to find a new kind of therapy because or if you have that where you live. Right, right. Um, but if it's affordable, like maybe look into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely yeah. Seems like something where I think things have definitely worked so far perhaps like just um, infusing a little bit more like excitement or a little different treatment to kind of help like get that emotional, like unavailableness, like moving and like through things. Does it make yeah. sense? Well, and Joe knows this, but I did my first Reiki session last week and mm-hmm. like, I'm not, I'm not saying people should go take Reiki instead of medication or therapy. This is such a, this an alternative treatment thing that, uh, that has benefited me personally and I just did not realize or was not aware. So even if it's something like where it's an alternative treatment that you've been like, Oh, that's curious. Like, let me, let me see about that. Like just kind mm-hmm. of, ex- because that to me, that page of wands is that curiosity of like, let me find something. And you know, that's, I'm not saying whatsoever. I don't think either of us are saying to stop your current treatment or stop going to therapy. Oh, no, 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 It's no. just there seems to be some, like, apathy and excitement that kind of needs to be reengaged there. So perhaps yeah. perhaps kind of just exploring options and seeing, you know, 
how you can kind of work through this uh, little stagnant energy that you have remaining left over. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, please know that your therapists are there to help you and that if you do not feel helped, that it's your you are allowed to tell them so yeah. in a nice and polite way. You are allowed to say, this is not working for me mm -hmm. because how else are you going to make it work yeah. for you? In, an, in any case, I do think because um, Sophia has said that she has, and I do believe that she is doing a lot of work, mm -hmm. all of the work actually. So already kudos for that. And you should be so, so proud of yourself. Yeah. Because starting the work and keeping up with it is the hard part. Yeah. No matter how big or how small the steps, you have done the hard part. Mm -hmm. I just love that both of our questions today have had individuals who have been on their journey and already doing the work. And they're just wanting to a little mm -hmm. bit of like a little check as they're in the middle yeah. of that work to continue on. So yeah, that is amazing. Thank you all so much for your questions. And Sophia, again, good luck and let us know if there are any updates and kind of what's going on. If something resonated, mm -hmm. if you have questions, again, just email us and we will look forward to what you have to say. So. Yes, please. Yay. So we're good. Are you ready to talk about the deck, Joe? Yeah. Oh, yes. This is yes, Joe's yes, 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 favorite yes. deck. Joe has raved about this deck for ages. And it took I us have. doing this episode for me to get this deck, but not because I didn't want the deck. It was not available when I was in Korea. So it was not it's my fault. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. You live like a halfway across the planet. I know. So <laughs> I already have problems getting European, um, US stuff to Europe mm -hmm. for a normal price. So I would bet that Korea is just horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, there doesn't seem to be any like that involved, like a lot of that i mean there is like over like a certain amount of money but it's just the oh, yeah, shipping yeah, yeah. costs that kill me that killed me every time so yep yeah yep, yep, yep. yes <laughs> so the, our deck of the week is the millennial tarot yes both mm -hmm. joe and i are millennials yep guilty <laughs> no not guilty proud millennial <laughs> i don't Pridefully care i did millen proudly millennial yeah. there we go we yeah and also of that word Gen Z, you're coming to our side, so maybe calm the fuck down. I know. It's, it's like, please it's don't, we're tired. Please don't start any battles yeah. with us. Yeah. We will yeah. have, we're the aunties. Like, just, yeah. like, bye. Just wait five more years, please, and you'll see how tiring it is. You're already complaining. You're already saying you don't understand what those 16-year-olds are saying. Welcome to the dark side. We have cookies, paracetamol, and, like, sleepy time tea. <laughs> okay, so I have, like, a pretty, I don't want to say, like, sizable, like, but I, I, I chill with some Gen Z people. And, God. like, already they're like, like, Etty, you have the most amazing gifts that you send every single time. And I'm like, this is my heritage as a millennial. It's, like, the only thing right? I know how to do really well. <laughs> it's the same. I work in a mainly millennial driven company uh -huh. and like even up until the highest meetings we add gifts to our meetings and powerpoints <laughs> we add memes we're like funny as shit and this is our fucking heritage yesterday i sent an email to my team and i used like five gifts and they all came to me and were like joe this is amazing <laughs> and i was like yes 
this is what we do this is what i came for thank you good night exactly exactly like you have to just Fucking deal with amazing. it so <laughs> i mean i hate it for you but welcome you're gonna love it eventually yeah once you get used to the back aches and you find something to complain about <laughs> uh-huh because you'll need your niche yeah you'll be grand yeah it's yeah okay it's fine it's fine you teach me the selfie angles i'll teach you how to search for gifts for very specific reactions yes yes <laughs> it's, a, it's a give and take <laughs> yes also sometimes maybe politically incorrect whatsapp stickers we're also very good for those and like just genuinely genuinely bad dad jokes that's oh, also yes. a thing our generation uh -huh. does <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> I love it. I love it. So to kind of introduce uh, Millennial Tarot, I'll, I'll, about the deck itself, uh, Scott Bergman is a designer and artist from Brooklyn, New York, and he used to work for Apple and live in San Francisco. He eventually moved back to New York with the hope of making, uh, to make psychology and spirituality more accessible. So he started working on this project called Mindstream, which helps people understand their thoughts and emotions by visualizing them. He also mm -hmm. created the Millennial Tarot deck to make spiritual guidance more accessible and fun. Again, oh, this was already okay. a thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, to make the full Millennial Tarot deck, Scott made a list of over 1,000 common e millennial terms and phrases and went through each card, <laughs> seeing which might apply. I did not. Eddie, stop. <laughs> I don't want to... You are ruining the deck for me. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, my God. This is the be best podcast twist ever, to be honest. <laughs> like, this is the plot twist of the century. How... Ha, okay, go okay. on. Are you sure? Do you want to mute? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We will suffer through this together. Go on. Okay, okay. Uh, we may have just had the downfall of Millennial Tarot Live on Air. <laughs> yep. It's fine. Fuck. It's, like, it's a good day. It's fine. It's fine. He worked on it's several versions day. of the artwork, eventually using the avocados as the inevitable theme, which I thought was a hilarious. That's a hilarious theme. True. Because True. people are just always teasing us about buying avocados and wasting all our money. I'm like, wow. <laughs> on the nose. So funny. There was nothing more perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he strove yep. to create a mystical feeling that was right for a tarot deck, but also felt familiar and millennial. The final cards were meant to, to be modern and authentic, representing the millennial generation. Scott's great-grandfather started a printing company in New York in the early 1900s, which was passed down to his grandfather and father. Scott was fortunate enough to be able to work with his father's company to print the millennial tarot cards in Queens, New York, and be certain of their quality. So I thought that was like a cool little fact because a lot of time it's not an exported, like, mass printed thing from overseas it's like usa printed which i thought was really cool family so printed. two things yes first of all usa, USA. USA. <laughs> oh my god you guys and then second of all we were talking about this before we actually started recording uh -huh. fuck the size of the cards oh yes i love the deck but like dude my dude yes my darling dude I don't know what kind of giant you come from, but I am a, and I will put it in feet, five foot five, uh -huh. tiny woman. Uh -huh. My hands are not like shovels. I do not know how to shuffle this deck. I can barely put it in between my uh -huh. fingers. It's too big. It's too big. Yes. Yeah. This, the, the cards, the specs themselves. 
Uh, the cards are like 3.5 inches by 5.5 rounded matte box. And it's a tuck, mm. but, tuck, but, a tuck box. Jeez. Why can't mm-hmm. I say tuck? Anyway. T- tuck box. Tuck box. T- um, tuck the, box. The deck is currently out of print. Uh, there are, on his website, there is like an email to sign up for like, kind of like the notification of pre-orders. Because he is redoing the deck, he's listened to feedback from people, which I was like, great. And so I think that is coming in the this upcoming fall. So if this deck kind of like resonates with you and you're like, oh, I love this concept, like go sign up for their email newsletter um, because they are doing a, a reprinting sort of, I don't know if it's like, like even a rebranding of it, but like every iteration of this deck has been very different. So I'm curious to see what the next one will look like. Fuck. What? Now I'm going to want to buy it. That's okay. <gasps> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It's That'll all okay. Yeah. Maybe we won't have, like, the Empress as the Etsy queen, so, okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we're going to hate <laughs> we'll on there. that shit okay. card. Like, there were some choices. There were choices. Some that choices that I was like, I kind of understand, but also I love that. Yeah. Generally, generally I kind of love the Empress vibe, and then you made it the Etsy queen, and fuck Etsy. <laughs> yeah. So why do you have to go and do that? Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Well, what do you? Is what it... level of reader do you think this is, like, this deck is good for? Honestly, beginner. Yeah. As long as you are, um, uh, if you are familiar familiar with like millennial speak, uh-huh. with the words we use and like the sentences and the idioms and what have you not, this deck is so easy to read. Oh, yeah. Everyone can read it. Yeah. Like every Western raised first world millennial should have no problem reading this deck for what it is mm-hmm. yeah um yeah yeah and, and the cards themselves that has like um they've been like the suits have been renamed so the cups are feels the swords are thoughts let's see yep. the uh the pentacles are called swag okay that was like i was like are you kidding me swag okay yeah i understand yeah. why i just hate the word swag because in korea it. it was so overused in like a weird way so um and then the the wands are called vibes so i i kind of do like yeah that. yeah i like the re- the renaming is really like cute and kitschy i think uh yeah for me it's just the swag i was like swag anyway i can't do it because then i'll get my korean brain set so yeah um and then on the cards themselves it has like the the name of it and then sort of like the theme of the card and so like yeah. the chariot that uh that uh joe drew earlier it's the chariot and then beneath the chariot is called van life so to me that's like the theme the millennial like theme of it and then making big moves is sort of like the meaning of the card, I would say, or like yeah. something like that. Um, some of the cards yeah. also do have like planetary stuff on it, um, as well as elemental. So like the two of fields, which is the two of cups, is like cancer. And then on one like top left corner, it says t- cancer. And then on the top right corner, it says water. So yep. So it's it's a pretty like well created deck for beginners, especially. So especially if you know if you're not even into the elements quite yet and you're like oh what's this stuff i think it gives you like a good feel um the also they're color corded so the majors are pink bordered the uh the cups or the fields are blue the swag or pentacles is green 
the thoughts or swords is white and then the the second the vibes is like a lighter pink than the majors deck if i'm correct yep yeah yep so so that's kind of like the the level the vibe what do you feel like the vibe of the deck is because he kind of said modern what do you think is it modern Yes, I do totally agree that it's modern. And also, personally, I am a really big fan of collage art. Okay. So this is collage art at its best. Mm -hmm. I really do like, like, 80% of the artwork that he used. Not everything is, like, completely just a translation of the card mm -hmm. in a picture. But I do like that. It still makes you think. And this is why I had such a problem when you started reading the biography. Oh, yeah. Because um, I really do. This deck is so close to my heart. I feel every card. And I was like heartbroken that this could have been a marketing strategy. So oh. I'm just going to try and believe. No, I don't. That from, he really... the, from the way I read the website, it wasn't a marketing strategy. I think he's being sincere mm. that he wanted to create something yeah. uh, and that he had like yeah. a pretty big team of people because on the website it looked like there was like a list of like seven different people that also helped collaborate with this edition of it mm -hmm. so I think that his okay. first edition which just had lots of humans and pictures and stuff was probably like his original thought and then as this second okay. edition came out it was a more collaborative sort of effort if that makes any sense yeah 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 it makes total sense and then I like it more yeah yeah so yeah uh, the name changes, like I said before, is mostly suits. I didn't notice any, um, like, majors that had name no. changes at all. Uh, there no, are the knights, the queens, the that. kings, and uh, let's see. I think it is still Page, right? Yep. Okay, yeah, I didn't notice yeah. anything like that any different. So, nope. um, so nope. then again, it, you know, it just makes it more accessible for beginners, in my opinion. So, yeah. 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 Okay, and so, tarot should always be accessible. Oh, yeah, yeah, agreed, agreed. <laughs> so much, agreed. Um, so this is the part of the show when we talk about favorites. Now, both of us have lots of favorites because, again, we are the millennials. Yep. So we're going to <laughs> – this is the part of the show where we are going to be our most just selves. So yep. uh, go ahead and go through your um, – what are your favorite cards? Just listing them out. Um, my favorite cards are the Queen of Swag, okay. and I'm going to read the subtitles because that's going to make it clear why they're favorites, okay. and the subtitle is Who Run the World? Mm -hmm. Then we have the Eight of Thoughts, and there it's Lockdown. <laughs> then we have the Tower, and this is my very favorite. Its subtitle is Dumpster Fire. <laughs> <laughs> then we have the Ten of Thoughts, and that is Can't Even. Then the King of Thoughts, who is a grown-ass man. Uh -huh. <laughs> also made me laugh. <laughs> then the Three of Feels, which uh, is Couples Costume. Then the Six of Thoughts, that is Girls Trip. Then the Eight of Vibes, which is literally Obsessed. <laughs> the Eight of Swag, Imposter Syndrome. And then the Five of Feels, The Ick. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Okay. Let me... I'm getting my uh, shit in order here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I had some oops or like... Okay, we are not calling them WTF cards. We're calling them Ick cards now because this is yep. the Millennial Tarot. So they're Ick yep. cards. Um, yep. So my 
majors are that our favorites are the devil, the fuck boy. <laughs> um, yep. Death, student loans, which, every, you know, that's a very American thing. So sorry about that. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. all you Americans and your crazy college experience. So yep. Uh, the two of thoughts, to be honest, I don't know, or T-B-H-I-D-K. <laughs> uh, the five of thoughts, gaslighting. Love that. Yeah, right? Um, the six of thoughts, when we were both talking about favorite cards, they we both drew it at the same time. Which So that's why I put True. it in our deck, because it was really cool, like, <laughs> synchronistic moment. Yep. The seven of thoughts, being shady, which I love as seven of thoughts. Mm -hmm. uh, we also agreed on five of feels the ick. Uh, and then I have yep. lots and lots of vibes slash wands. So six of vibes, squad goals. I think you mentioned that one. Yep. Seven of vibes. Sorry, not sorry. That's Ten so of vibes. <laughs> burnt out. Queen of vibes. Batty. Like baddie, uh, yeah, and then yeah, the king of baddie. vibes, which I would say I probably inspired in the universe because it's big dick energy is the king of vibes, and I was like, yes, finally someone else agrees yes. with me on this. Every single time yes. I draw that card, it's like big dick energy. Okay, and then the last card I have is the two of swag of oh, the work life balance. So, so we had a few crossovers there. So, how about you pick, yeah. um, like. What you kind of liked about, I don't know about each card, if you want to go through each card, if or if you feel like no, there's some that um, are better than others. Like, what do you kind of like? No, I just liked, I because I looked at them differently. There were only a couple cards where I was like, okay, I love the total picture. And that was like, for instance, the Eight of Thoughts, which is the Eight of Swords, and that had lockdown. Mm -hmm. But the imagery there is just a really beautiful woman, hands tied um like fruit ready to cut and then her she she's wearing an um a mask in front of her eyes and then i don't know it's it was just a real perfect complete image mm -hmm. then the um the ick the five of feels card there again it was just a complete card of like yeah. some mind-boggling universal swirl coming out of a dumpster mm -hmm. and i was like yes yes yeah. this is exactly how an ick can feel so i totally got that one um and then imposter syndrome i really liked the combination of the artwork there is this is more of like a stylized painting uh -huh. of a woman and then in the background there are two women staring back at her and they are her yeah so that's really cool and i totally also understood the the symbolism yeah and then um the card like grown-ass man for the king of thoughts the eight of vibes literally obsessed um the queen of swag who run the world the tower the dumpster fire even though the tower the imagery is also so good it's like a full package yeah but the other cards and then like the couple's costume, they're more, no, not the couple's costume. I'm sorry. So the queen of swag, the knight of tots and the eight of vibes are just aesthetically beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then we have the 
couple's costume card, the tree of feels, and it's just so cute. Yes, I pulled that one the other night for my yoga practice, and it was so cute. It's like a corgi with zombie eyes, and then corgi mom and corgi dad. It's a family picture, mm -hmm. but they have a skeleton head, so yeah. it's super cool. It's like a really cute like um, way of communicating the Three of Cups and those vibes. Yeah. Like, not in yeah. a traditional Three of Cups way, but like in a very like cutesy family sort of way too yeah and you feel what they mean it's like with an edge yeah yeah you know yeah so i really like that and then there is the ten of thoughts with the can't even this card is just such a feeling mm -hmm. <laughs> like this is so real to me i how often do i think i can't even i don't i don't even I don't. Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I just loved it. Yeah, that's so. That's basically like the vibes. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's why I went for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it was a lot of uh, those cards were similar. Like where I really liked either the subtitle, like how they interpreted that, like um, that archetype of the card for the most part. The ones that I really felt mm -hmm. were kind of like very transformational in my brain was the five, like both swords card because swords are just yeah very difficult to differentiate in general because in the tarot it's mm -hmm. not like a, like the imagery itself is difficult to differentiate but i just thought Correct. the five of thoughts which is the five of swords and the seven of thoughts the seven of swords were were very like very good because like for me the seven mm -hmm. of swords is like my personality autism adhd card which is like thinking outside the box but people know people who know know me know that i'm very shady mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like you can be. yeah i can definitely be a very shady person so um but it's also stepping out of the comfort zone is sort of the meaning underneath and so i really like that because that kind of really resonates with to me what the true meaning of that mm -hmm. like for what when i read that card when it comes out and then the five of thoughts being gaslighting um i always think of the five of thoughts in a way or the five of swords where it's like very like a lot of like self-inflicted um, wounds like where you're just really hard on yourself or you're mm -hmm. doing like lots of like negative thinking about yourself um think like negative self-harm that's more in your mind and so i mm -hmm. really like the fact that they were like gaslighting because when you're in that mindset of like thinking about yourself in harmful ways that it's not mm -hmm. true everything all no. of that is is a lie it may be like built on some minuscule truth like that's very very small but for the most part when it gets to that that place of self-harm that's not truth and so it's that sense of gaslighting so i really liked that so yay for favorite yeah, cards even... yeah yeah so did you are so insightful <laughs> no it's this these this deck yes, is just really are. cool like i just love i mean it's more you know whatever <laughs> right yeah okay so what were, were your sort of like it. ick cards like that you did not resonate with or that was kind of like weird to you that you have i'm the Etsy Queen is definitely an ick card because I thought, like, again, the Empress is such a powerful, powerful card. Why did you have to make it that? Yeah. You know, yeah. there are so, so much. I don't know. There are so, there is such a strong imagery of strong millennial women fully in their power like i would have been happier if it was called taylor swift to be honest <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah like the, the, yeah this just makes no sense mm -hmm. and then a second it 
ik card is also the king of thoughts because when I first read that grown ass man, uh-huh. I was like, the king of thoughts of sorts never actually gave me the ick. I was always like, wow, this is the perfect man. But then I was like, I don't know if I like all men to be grown ass men, you know? Sometimes I want a man to be a silly boy and have fun with me and like make silly voices or I don't know. It, it, it's like a little bit of a toxic side note maybe and I don't know if the card needs to be that. I do love the grown ass man, but it's kind of more negative than I wish it were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were there like those? Oh, did you have any more? Yeah, I have one more, and it's the hang hanged man, because like fun employed. Seriously, our generation fun employed. Unless you have daddy's trust fund, mm-hmm. none of us are fun employed. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you do live the van life and you are a YouTuber, guess what? You're not fun employed. Or if you decide to live, I don't know, in a trailer mm-hmm. um, and, and like, collect benefits, guess what? You're not fun employed. So yeah. this really, I, I don't know. And then with toxic work culture mm-hmm. of Gen X still hanging over our heads. Yeah. It just leaves a very bitter taste. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what kind of spoiled me for, like, the Etsy queen one. Was that, like, why are we bringing capitalism into the empress? Like, I could exactly. see it perhaps with, like, the emperor. Because sometimes the emperor has, like, a little bit of a toxic twist to him sometimes. Being, like, overbearing and very, like, driving forward with, sometimes with his energy. But, again, that's a sometimes thing. But with the empress, it just seems so misplaced to be... Right, you know that sort of like I get the uh, the sense of creation, but like have it as like the crafty queen and not whatever, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. you know don't have it as like that you're monetizing your craftiness because that's not what the the empress does. No, no, and it's like the Etsy queen has zero to do with standing in your feminine energy. Yeah, the Etsy queen because Etsy is more a dropship company uh-huh. now than something else and it's just people trying to make a quick buck yeah yeah have you seen the crap they sell on etsy oh yeah oh yeah like, come on mm-hmm. the times of it being for artists and mm-hmm. like that's you just have to be like gone. really careful on etsy anymore because there are so many people that have been ripping off other people's creations and stuff like that, and and then they, they themselves as a company from, like, like take so much money out of it themselves. Yep. I mean that's why like so many of our friends that are terror creators have gone off of Etsy because yeah. Etsy is taking so much of their hard work and capitalizing on it. So yeah, there's been a bit of drama about that in the tarot community. Mm-hmm. I have noticed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Well. So my it cards were also mostly majors based, which I think is okay. really interesting. So well, my first yeah. my non majors one was the eight of swag or the eight of coins or uh, pentacles. There we go, which is imposter mm-hmm. syndrome because to me, the eight of coins is not a like I can see like how some people could be like oh it's a time of like wondering or doubting, but for me it's that like s- that sense of 
foot like honing in your craft doing the thing that you that you've been doing and continuing on that path it's not like an imposter syndrome sort of thing oh but for me imposter syndrome comes from that yeah because you can only have imposter syndrome if you're genuinely good at something Mm -hmm. yeah so for me because i was just looking at it that way but maybe that's because i have always tried to spin insults into a positive Uh uh-huh yeah so for me it's like it's not really pointing a finger at us being like oh you you are not secure about your craft or whatever Uh it's like you are so secure in what you do that it's normal to Mm -hmm. doubt yourself because you know you've gotten good but people will always be better and you will always want to do better so it's it's a hard card Uh but it's not so much an ick for me okay it's just one that requires it's like one of those workhorse cards Uh you know those cards that you know when they pop up you're like oh my god i'm gonna have to do some introspective (laughs) bullshit work and it's gonna be hard yeah that's one of those cards yeah 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 yeah. and i can see it that way as well so that that and that is helpful because i'm just like immediately i'm like imposter syndrome what imposter imposter syndrome are you talking about like like get off (laughs) get off my back i already have enough people on my own back (laughs) don't want to love myself again (laughs) big emotions yeah yeah exactly um so the uh another ick card for me was the wheel of fortune which is called bitcoin investment and i can see why bitcoin investment was used because it's like the up and downs of bitcoin but i'm like stop it bitcoin was a scam it was not millennial it was it was like tech bro i would not claim it as millennial i would say it's like tech bro based which is makes sense knowing that the creator because there are like several times that that bitcoin imagery comes up in this deck i'm like stop it i want to like take a spray bottle and go like stop it like on a cat like, we are not doing with Bitcoin. I am not having it or claiming it as millennial. That was not me. <laughs> so. Stop mentioning the war. I know, I know, exactly. Um, Stop and it. Then... We don't want to hear about it. <laughs> this was the card that kind of, he said, inspired the deck. Was the star or the soul cyclist. Do you know anything about soul cycle? I've heard the lure. So, okay. from what I understand, okay. it's like... A bike prescription. Okay, so, for, okay, so it's a bike prescription, and I saw Mr. Big die on it, and it was like a big stationary bike in Sex and the City. Spoiler alert: If you haven't seen it, fuck y'all, big dies. Boohoo. Yeah. Get over yourself. So, and then it has like a huge iPad, and then you bike on it mm-hmm. in your house, and you pay through the nose for the iPad. Mm-hmm. But that's what I know. Yes. So Soul Cycle, I have a bit of insider tea that I cannot share on the podcast. <gasps> but oh my god, Soul Cycle is like me? basically like Peloton, but it's like a exercise cult. What's Peloton? Peloton is the like a bike like a like you have a special like stationary exercise bike, and they have like okay. people that are famous that. Like, not famous people, but, like, they have certain leaders that will, like, lead you through certain bike routines. It's a stationary bike yes. cult. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's, it's before Peloton, but Soul Cycle, what they do is it's, like, also, like, it's kind of like a, 
stationary bike worship service. So, <laughs> so like you're listening to like inspiring music. Like the music has a lot to do with it. The inspirational like quotes that the people give to you while you're exercising have has a lot to do with it. Anyway, so it's but I just thought it was so funny that the star was the Soul Cyclist because now Soul Cycle has been sold and is no longer in existence. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. I think like the, one of the biggest sales that had ever like on like for exercise moguls or something had ever sold is like billions of dollars i have questions yeah. so people you get the bike in your house and it's a subscription-based bike yeah. right yeah for the peloton so, it is i don't know i think soul cycle you have to go to their location oh okay because i was wondering if like you have the bike in the house then and there is no more because okay i'm gonna yes so if there is no more service, then what are you going to do with the bike? Because here in Belgium and in the Netherlands, recently there has, a, has been a scandal with e-bikes. Uh -huh. You know about the Netherlands, that they're big on their bikes. Guess what, bitches? So are we. Um, <laughs> so there has been a scandal about companies that released e-bikes mm -hmm. with a personal tracking system uh -huh. and like a personal locking system. And the bikes were notorious for not getting stolen or uh -huh. if they got stolen they were easy to get back mm -hmm. and the companies went bankrupt but the problem is those bikes run on specific software and the software was shut down mm -hmm. so what the fuck are like 50,000 people gonna do with a bike that doesn't run without software and an app that doesn't work that's wild right yeah so right what i understand peloton the bike itself still works no matter what it's just that you you mostly pay for the subscription service to i mean you pay for the bike but the most what what the most value comes from is buying the subscription service to the teachers and That's the other crazy. classmates that you're in there with is i don't know i don't know these things because you can do it with a regular stationary culty. bike you can just have the app on your computer on your phone or whatever and just use a normal random bike that you found on the side of the road that you brought home <laughs> this is not my joe is happy face i do not understand <laughs> what are you all doing I don't know. Like I, I don't know these things. Wait. I am just an observer and I am just the messenger here. I have no idea. I fucking hate the stationary bike. I hate biking is really not even in my top ten favorite sports. <laughs> it's something I do when I have to get from A to B. I mostly prefer biking in the summer. Uh -huh. Only when it's not too hot because then I'm I'm already a sweaty bitch. Right. Like who and then you go to the gym and then you go and do that voluntarily uh -huh. no my sister was like i want a bike i want a bike <laughs> she's a newbie in the gym by the way so i told her okay fine we'll do it and then like 10 minutes she was because she's equally adhd uh -huh. she was like joe fuck no i'm never doing this again this is horrible oh my this is horrible. Yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. biking is not for us. Biking is not my thing either. So I have no idea. Okay. You no. Ready fuck for my Peloton, but yes. Last ick card. Oh, sorry. You're yes, fine. of course. You're fine. We are ADHD, and sometimes the intrusive thoughts win. It's okay. Yes. Last ick card. Spicy. The Hierophant, which is subtitled the Instagram okay. Guru. <laughs> and I was like, 
no <laughs> we are not doing this with yeah, exactly we are not being instagram guru for the hierophant and it's like seeking guidance from others which part of me is like like on a superficial level i get because instagram people are always like like my post tell me what to do next blah 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 blah, blah. but i'm like that is a very superficial way to look at the hierophant and i don't like that so that is my last and also story. this is toxic culture stop putting toxic culture on our cards what the know, fuck are you doing like oh like God. i think you... if it's supposed to be like an intentional way of like seeing the, the 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 religious structures or things like that like i get it like we there's sometimes there needs to be like that sort of like the religious overtones in things get really overbearing but this is like instagram guru like her yeah. her you want me to have like the like learn from the instagram guru no 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 exactly i was ranting about academic papers just an hour ago i'm not gonna listen to some freaking who knows who on my phone telling me i need to buy elephant shit because that's the newest rage to put on your face yeah. like fuck you and your guru do you remember like two years ago when there was this girl that was uh, promoting perineum tanning where she was oh, like yes, put yes, your yes. butthole in the sun for 30 minutes like if these people win we're fucked <laughs> i'm not listening to an instagram guru what right. the frack right. Right. Like so so I'm hoping that those cards like the major I hope that he looks at the majors again and like and his team like redoes the bit of the majors because those are like I don't know if I agree with those. I feel like there are better ways to do things than those in millennial. Also could be more LGBTQ plus inclusive. Yeah, yeah. I think us as millennials should be on the forefront of fighting against biases and like mm-hmm being inclusive of everyone not to a point where we make freaking special snowflakes out of everyone but like at least respect each other's voice Mm -hmm. yeah yeah maybe you know i mean i'm all for like punching nazis and stuff like that but when it comes to like because i think there's a point of like inclusivity where it becomes like where people within bad faith force us to include that include them because that's what i've run into on websites that i run that that heavily have boomers and gen x like that have bad faith like influx and be like well that's not very inclusive of you to like not listen to my opinion about certain things i'm like no bro this is still a dictatorship on my part like i'm gonna stop you from talking about people rudely that does not mean that (laughs) freedom of speech does not mean that you have the freedom to say whatever the shit you want to on my forum you know like (laughs) so (laughs) and like freedom of speech does not give you the right to be a shitty person yeah. and not get called out yeah, on it exactly if you want to be an adult and be a shitty adult mm-hmm. that's completely cool bro you do you yeah. but i'm gonna call you a shitty fucking adult mm-hmm. and i'd rather talk to the 10 year olds that make up the funniest swear words <laughs> on their like what's it now that they do with the video channel and the streaming oh, and Twitch? the I yeah heard. that yeah, see, we're old. We <laughs> I'm don't like, know. I'm too old for Gen this. Alpha, help us I out. Know, we know. don't know. Because they're called Gen Alpha. What a cool name. We just started over. Just start Z over. was done, and then we were like, <laughs> let's get back to A again. I know, I know, exactly. But yes, I agree about the more inclusivity. I saw a few cards that, like, um, there were, I believe it was the Knight of Feels, I think, that was, that had, like, mm-hmm. depicted, like, a, a gay male couple. But that was really the only 
thing that like outwardly that I saw that was inclusive of things. So I hope again next time there is a bit more yeah. like maybe obvious inclusivity. But I also don't have the book to know these things. So anyway. Okay. Yeah. Oh well. Well, are you ready tell to us. draw a card for your relationship with the yes. deck, Joe? Yes. Okay. I so am. Yay. Let me do 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 do. Big I cards. swear if one of the freaking like toxic cards floops out, I'm gonna throw a little bitch. I mean, fit. there's no like wet ass pussy card in here either. Like they miss <gasps> Like I feel right? like that's the two of feels. Like <laughs> <laughs> So Taylor for Empress and WAP for Two of Feels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Listen to us. Exactly. Please call us. We have ideas. Please, please, please don't do this alone, Mr. Fancy Tech Bro. We want to help. Okay. So. My relationship with the deck. I love the car that I drew, so. Okay. okay I kind of love the card that I drew. So I drew the four of thoughts and there it says self-care and then manifesting results. And I kind of love that because I am a small work horse, work pony, because I'm tiny. Um, And I love that I have learned to take care of myself. And this deck has given me a lot of good advice specifically for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm definitely gonna take this with me and keep using the deck Yay. as I have. And I do take it as a, don't share this deck with the world. Ooh, maybe. I like that. Don't use it for your friends. Like this is for you, mm -hmm, Joe. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. So interestingly enough, I drew my card before yours and my card was also the four of thoughts in self-care. <gasps> That's so Isn't cool. That so cool? I love that. Okay. So what does that say to you? Oh, for, for me, it's like a, like the, the deck that is again, personal for me. Like it's something that will speak to me in different ways than what, like, than what I'm used to, if it makes any sense. Like there's going to be a different perspective when I use this deck on myself. Um, and I, and I don't, yeah, I don't know if it really wants to be with anybody else. Like, if it wants to kind of yeah. go out in the world and do stuff. Like, it's like, no, I, I kind of like you by, by yourself. So I really just yeah. like that. So, yay, look at us being card twins. It's also kind of like our relationship, yeah. right? I do speak to you in a different way. And you have a knack of talking to me in a way that I'm not used to, but I do need to hear. Yeah. Like, you are my soft voice, Aww. and I do not have an internal soft voice. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's, it's, it speaks it's to me differently. It's kind of like that, uh, like, in yoga, there's, like, that yin energy and that yang energy. You're very yang energy where you're just, like, on fire yep. going all the time. That, that and not in a negative way, but, like, that loud, boisterous, like, vocal person who's, mm -hmm. like, ready to be strong for everyone that strength that's like obvious like and that loves hard and then on the mm -hmm. other side i'm like that that yin energy that's like like you said that kind of like soft love that even though there's but there's like a different strength that's involved in all of that and i just love oh definitely you know i love that you're so super strong 
Hey. Dude, you've been divorced. You've moved half around the world. You have taken the dogs <laughs> on a plane. Like, I had multiple heart attacks during those 18 hours, and they weren't even my freaking dogs. <laughs> like, I followed you guys on flight radar. You are a ballsy-ass bitch. I know. Come on. And all in your softness. And I think that is what makes you most beautiful and also what has changed the most in you, maybe. Mm -hmm. Before, you were just soft and not secure or strong in that softness mm -hmm. and you have really become freaking strong while staying true to your kind heart Aww, thank you that's so sweet yeah, you're welcome yeah well you did it <laughs> i know but it's not something that i ever like actively think about for me it's like survival like you know when i've sp when we've said the whole time in this episode like it's okay to just survive like for me it was like a yeah. survival thing to get through and after the fact, you know, I can listen to the words of others. I can see myself, the results, and kind of what strength I had during those moments. But at that time, I was not thinking, be strong. You have to be strong. I was thinking, like, I got to get two dogs on an airplane, landed in the U.S., and out of customs, you know. So thank you for, like, affirming that because sometimes it's hard for me to recognize things like that. Dude, biggest lady balls in any girl I've ever seen. Like... <laughs> Even just moving halfway across the planet, for me, I have anxiety if I have to go to Germany. Yeah. For yeah. you guys, just to make this clear for the listener, because maybe this is not clear, Belgium is in the dead center of Europe, and we are a small, small, tiny-ass country. Uh -huh. Which also means that driving through Belgium from, from north to south to the very north and the very south point it takes you three and a half hours max. Mm -hmm. Driving to the Black Forest in Germany would take me six hours. I get homesick. Mm -hmm. We don't do that as Belgians unless we go there for like 10 days. We're not like you crazy people. <laughs> Where did you, you went like on a weekend a couple of yeah, weeks ago. Savannah, and you were like, uh -huh. oh, it was yeah. like five hour drive. It's a, yeah, it's a five hour drive. I'm cool. And I was like, what are you doing? Mrs. Crazy, <laughs> how and you do that all on your own it's and like for America. I mean, I'm I, was it next week? I'm going to Michigan, doing six hours halfway, and then six hours the next day. Like <laughs> that's just kind of how we have to drive. But you're you're getting something out I of am. that. Like that, yeah. the reason you're doing it, I would do it yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. This is one of the things where time does not exist. My tattoo artist lives far fucking away. Uh -huh. For me, it's like an hour and a half drive. And I, I always say to her, like, if you move to Spain, I'm booking myself a ticket two times a I year. I love it. Because, bitch, I follow you to the end of uh -huh. the year. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just what you do. Yeah, you do. But still, you did it. Yay. You did it. Halfway <gasps> across the planet with the dogs, with the, with a whole entire freaking house. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Oh, with all the boxes, you could have built, like, a new small house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, it's still, there's still a small house, like, out in the back. We haven't burned those boxes yet. <laughs> for, like, we use it for, like, fire kindling to, to when we do, um, like, a, not a stove fire. What am I saying? Uh, in, like, a fireplace. Like, my brother will break down the boxes and, like, use it as, like, the, the initial starter for fires and stuff. You have a, a fireplace not in, in place, your house? My parents have one, and they will... They'll let oh. me, like, come down there with the dogs, and they'll be all, like, cuddly and stuff, so. Oh, On the really cold that's days, so cozy. I did that, so. 
Yeah, because it get, gets cold over there, yeah, right? Yeah, it was, what was it? It was negative 16 one day Celsius. Uh, <laughs> with oh, sorry, guys, storm. we speak Celsius. No We're normal. I have what that is in American Fahrenheit, so. I'm so happy that you cannot make the switch back. Like, like eh, for me, this is a blessing. It's below freezing in American, so. But like the Celsius system, come on, you got to admit, it's so logical. <laughs> Zero is freezing, 100 is boiling. Yes. Everything in between, we can grade. Why make it difficult? Like this is whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's cold. just the typical way, American way to make things complicated. But thank you so much for being on the show with me, Joe. You're so very welcome. I know that you said that you would make time for me anytime, but I just know that my gratitude is here for you being here. So, always. Yeah. Well, always. And that's our show. So, don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact info and a question submission form at wileyterror.com. You can follow us, uh, us as in Holly and I, on Instagram and the podcast at Wiley Terror Podcast. Celestial Esther is me. Holly Enchanted is Holly. And Joe, where can we find you on Instagram that you're if you're comfortable with people following you? Nope. nope. You can't. Well, I can I can like tell you, but it's just my private account. I do not read for like I do not read on the gram or for people. It's just something I do for me and friends. And but if you want to follow me, um <laughs> it's a Dutch name, so you would have to follow me on um, Instagram at at Madame Gedraid. Oh. I'm gonna spell that for you. So that's at and then M M E G E D R A A I D. And it's Dutch. Yes, it's very cute. and yeah, and that's all. I think I don't use X. Yeah. I don't really Facebook. So. If you want to follow me, do it on Instagram, but I would urge you to follow Esther and um, see her beautiful podcast grow and learn from her because I have learned so much and I have gained one of the favorite people in my life in the process. Aww, so, so sweet. Thank you, Wildly Tarot Podcast. Aww. And remember, go forth. And Tarot Wildly this week. We love you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.